What is up, everybody? It's your guy, Ike Jones, and we are back rounding the Amen Corner in here. I got the whole crew, Podcast P. Hey, hey. Kenny B. We back. We yes, back. indeed. And y'all know how we got to get this started. Can I get an amen? Amen. Y'all, y'all a little rusty with the amen. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. We'll get it warm back up. We'll get it warm back up. This is the Amen Corner Podcast. A collection of SEC football fans from different SEC teams coming together to talk ball once a week. Powered by the War Report. Representing Georgia, Paul Meharry. Representing Florida, Kenny B. And representing Auburn, Ike Jones. You are now listening to. All right, man. Amen Corner. We are back talking all things SEC college football. And um, you said, first off, Ike, you said if you missed us. Oh, for sure. I've been somebody asked me literally today when is hey, the next Amen Corner okay, dropping? Okay, they was on the live stream and they was like, when is the next Amen Corner? I'm not uh, that's not I'm not making that up. I feel like it's a little go bit back. of cap, but I'll no, you could go back and watch the live stream from this morning. Somebody literally asked, when is the next Amen Corner dropping? Somebody commented on one of my videos on YouTube, asked mm. somebody hit me up on Twitter and was like, What's up with the Amen Corner? All right, you, all right, you can stop. You just, you ain't Listen, I'm trying to tell y'all. The people, people want to know. The people want it, man. You know what I'm saying? Now, one of the people on Twitter was Kitty B. But, you know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gotta send the a, a carrier pigeons out. Let them know. You know Ken, Kenny was all excited, man, because Florida was landing recruits, and he wanted to get back on and talk a little bit about yeah, that. That's, that's all that was. That's all that was. They had a little recruiting momentum, and he was like, hey, when we going to get back on here so I can tell y'all about right, these gators right. that we got coming back down, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's all Pretty good. We, we're not going to start there. We're not going to start. I'm going to let you get your, I'm gonna let you get your little rocks off, Kenny, in a minute, you know? <laughs> but where I do want to start is whether or not Kirby Smart has already tendered a uh, scholarship offer to Paul's uh, son. Because, <laughs> <laughs> boy, man. Yeah, listen. I'm trying to tell y'all this. This young man already looks like he's ready. He's he's ready. He's a dog. Yeah, he, he's he's 95 percentile in height, 80 percentile in weight. He'd be three months tomorrow, man. And he's he's a he. I mean, he eats milk, bro. Like some six months old, you know, like yeah. like when, he's when, you, when you showed him, I was like, "That's not a three month old, bro. Stop capping." He's not, not even three even. months yet. Tomorrow he'll be three yeah, months. He might grow another three. inch tonight. That's not know? that's not real. That's not real. That baby is not three months old, man. He came into Dang. the world already seven months old. If he's that big already, it don't make like sense. like that uh, girl in that plane, right? That mother, that mother is not <laughs> real. <laughs> hey, look, well, well, get get make sure you get them ready because I got a a, a four year old that's. 99 weight, 99 height, and uh, and we oh, ready. Ca- I got him. I got him ready. Oh, you capped him out like on Madden. You just, you Boy, just that- pushed both the attributes all the way to the right. Just <laughs> said, let's go. Hey, look. So, so yeah, you get your guy. You get your little man ready at tight end. He gonna have to block the uh the DT. And we gonna roll. <laughs> I, I can't even participate in this conversation. My son is tall for his uh age, but his weight. He he's slim. He, he got that from his pot. He might maybe basketball, but we not send him out there. Maybe wide receiver or something like right, that. Right, right, right. Eating that interior line the linebacker. Trenches, the trenches. No, 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 yeah. sir, no, sir. My son's not son, built for man. the trenches. No. My oldest son, he is built for uh, holding the clipboard and, um, <laughs> and yeah. Hey, he might be like the next Jim Trestle though, man. Never play it down a football and be the head coach. Sweater vest hey. looking ass. Yeah, he look. If it's anything, that probably would be him. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mad. Everybody got to have a role out here in their life. Man. Exactly. But uh, let's let's get this thing kicked off with a little. Um, we we don't do pop culture stuff a lot, but let's get into this because it is about football. Let's start talking about the blind side. Mm. You know, the coach of Auburn University currently was the coach of Ole Miss then. Oh, I didn't, uh, even put the, I didn't even put that together, right? Yeah, you know, so Michael Orr 
uh, comes out and basically was like, they ain't adopt me for real, for real. Like, that's not <laughs> how that went down. <laughs> no, I know, I know what the movie showed y'all, but that's it wasn't exactly like that. My question is, why after all of this time are bro. they like going through this, bro? So, no, so I'll start off, Kenny. And I'll throw it to you. I'm in the truck, man, going to a job site, and I get a notification: Michael Orr in the Blind Side. He was never adopted. I'm like, what? This is 2023. This ha- this movie was out in 2009. This is back when Tommy Tuberville was a head coach and not a state senator. I mean, we've gone back a, a generation, uh, not a generation. Uh, what do you call it? Ten years? What is that a century? No, centuries, a hundred years. Decade. Decade. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Not good with the uh, names. Um, apparently today, the update, guys, just so you know, and I'll throw it to you, Ken. The lawyer for the, um, I don't even know how to say the family's name, Tui, Tui family, uh, yeah, I don't know how to say said that. Everybody, I'm, let me let me say this: I've never actually even seen the movie The Blind Side. Let me be clear about that. Hey, it was all right. It was all right. Movie, back I saw in the a little day. bit. Never yeah. watched it. Um, received a hundred grand each, just like every other member of the Tui family. So Michael Orr received a hundred grand from the movie, just like everybody else did. That's what their lawyer is coming out today and saying. Um, I will say this family is very predominant. Uh, and very well off. So, uh, you know, take that for what it's worth. They're going to hire some good lawyers and they're going to put out a lot of good lawyers speak for them. But, uh, yeah, man, what, I mean, I get it if he's upset, right? He, you know, he's got a point to prove, but 14 years later just seems a little out of the blue for me, Ken. I don't know. I, yeah. I, okay. Kenny, you speak your piece. Cause I'm, I'm still confused as to what, like, what prompted all of this, but go ahead, Kenny, what you got? No, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know what prompted it. Like, it's just weird that, when the movie came out, I mean, he was taking the pictures. I remember he had just got drafted. Yeah, like everything was cool. And I see, uh, I saw something today about him being in a conservative ship. Yep. And I was like, if if that's what it is, then I mean, that kind of makes sense if they still have control over certain things from that time period, and it never was released. Um, but. We said it was worth. They got three hundred million or something. Oh, yo, <laughs> I just crazy. Read, yo, I just read this. Their attorney said, "quote They don't need his money. They've never needed his money." Mister Tui sold his company for two hundred twenty million. Mm. Yeah, bro. So, look, I don't want to. When you point a finger, you know what I'm saying. Three of them point back at you, right? I don't want to say, but maybe Michael felt a little entitled to the two hundred twenty million that his pop sold off, but then he found out he wasn't actually adopted. That might be, you know, that's a lot of money. I'm just saying. I don't know. I mean, right? it's, like, it's a lot of bread, so maybe that's what it is. There's like, hey, they, man. they built the company ain't off the, the off fame of, the name of him. From, yeah. That's or like, prob- it, it, that's or, it, or prob- it helped. It helped. Yeah, company, that's probably right? what the argument is. Oh, it's you're like, such man, a good guy. Right. And there's like, hold on, man. He he He's cool and all, but let's get it straight. Yeah. He ain't even really finish all of the dean do the job all the way i was just staying at his crib at night <laughs> like, <Right. wait. laughs> no, is, is michael Orr still active nah nah right nah. i ain't think so so it nah, makes he, sense now he, he might yeah, that he bread, that bread probably drying up a yeah. little bit that nfl money ain't spending like he used to and they was like hey you're gonna have to make a check from something and they was like what about your blind side money He's like man that ain't really like hitting on nothing no more but your pops over that flush. That's not my daddy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> how it happened. That's exactly how it happened. He said, look, man. All right. Well, if it is my dad, let me look into this. And he looked into it and found out he was not officially adopted. Like you said, like he was just living on the couch and yeah. uh, shit got a little salty. I don't know. I don't know. It says on here, celebrity net worth, whatever this, uh, however much weight you want to hold on this, says Michael Orr's net worth in 2023 is $12 million. Eh, you know. You could live off that. I don't know if that's you know right. I mean, but. Hey man, if they say it's a lot of players that's uh living check to check, right? Yeah. Million millionaires. So yeah, that twelve million probably ain't hit the way uh he was expecting yeah. that thing to hit. After the taxes and whatever debts he got and all that kind of stuff, depending on how you're trying to live. You know, listen, I take 12 million, but, uh, you know, some people don't know how to, I don't, I don't know what Michael Orr oh, no, is like his money though. You know what I'm saying? He, so let me not. Look, that. look, he's straight nine seasons in the league. He made damn $35 million. My man. Good. Yeah. He should, I hope he, so. I hope so. 
I definitely yeah. hope Michael Orr is good. Whatever happens in that whole situation, hopefully it gets worked out. I hate that it's really even gotten to this place of um yeah. You know, now people people talking about Sandra Bullock. Like why why are we bringing Sandra Bullock in this? How much she needs to not have her Oscar for it? I'm like, man, Sandra Bullock ain't got nothing to do. That's not right. his real mom, bro. What are we doing? Somebody said they need to make a sequel called Blindsided. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Nah, that actually would be funny though. I'm not gonna lie. Like. Then that should be on. like yeah. a, a a comedy spoof of. Oh, the you know, you style. know, Saturday Night Live is running that this Saturday. Blindside yeah. for sure. That's gotta happen. Sh- uh, that this time it's gonna be on Tubi. This <laughs> 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 still on strike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's gonna be on Tubi. Yeah. I ain't mad at that. Somebody needs to make it happen, though. I would. I I have never seen the original, but I might tune in to the spoof. No, for uh, sure. <laughs> all right. Anyway, off of that, man. Uh, hopefully, Michael Orr and them get their situation together. Um, I'm gonna uh, ask. Actually, somebody. I was gonna say we should ask Coach Freeze. Somebody actually did ask Coach Freeze in the press. Really? Conference. What did yeah. he say? He was like, no comment. I mean, he basically was like, you know, I know Michael and you know the, the whole, that whole family and all that. But he, he's like, I don't. I, I don't have anything to do with that. So why y'all ask me? It's yeah, he's like, like I, look, I ain't trying to say nothing on the record here. Yeah, like, uh, look, man, if they they if you subpoena me, maybe I'll show up. But you know, right. Fifth, Fifth Amendment is there for a reason, bro. I ain't got nothing mm-hmm. to do with that. Oh, why, why am I here, sir? Yeah, excuse me, sir. I don't. I, I got I enough going on. I did Dude, not let me, know. Let me man. give you, let me give y'all something to talk about. Uh, we got a starting quarterback. How about that? Here we go. All right, next <laughs> question. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's why the announcement came yeah. out when it did. It's like, yeah. um, uh, well, quarterback, like, yeah, we. We're gonna start him. Uh, yeah. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went up to the SID and was like, Look, man, they starting to ask about this Michael Orr shit, and uh, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I, I can't really speak on this. So, uh, yeah. can we announce the quarterback I, tomorrow? Yes, that's, that's not my place, man. I know somebody's <laughs> gonna ask me, Can we give yeah. him something else to talk about? Yeah. That's funny. That's- that is funny. Well, let's, let's listen. Since we're talking about starting quarterbacks, let's get into that. Mm. Let's get into the mm. whole starting QB situation right here, back with the Amen Corner, and uh, I wanna I wanna talk to KB yes, about sir. the starting quarterback situation. Oof. We got you know Mr. Honey Grams. That's when we start calling mm. him Honey Honey Grams. Why? Because he's sweet or what? I mean, I it's, it's, it's the- high as Mertz. Come on, man. It's high as Mertz. <laughs> Heisman, <laughs> hashtag it. It's Heisman. has been on the timeline. I didn't come up with it, by the way. Nah. I don't know who did, but uh, yeah. Shout out uh, to Heisman, man. No sir, that shall not be uttered from me at all. No. Honeygram is uh, <laughs> <laughs> is the starting quarterback presumptive for Florida Week One versus mm. Utah. That's a tough for matchup. Utah. It ain't. Oh, KB saying the youths don't want that smoke with, with Honey Graham. They don't know no better. Mm. Honey Graham going to go crazy. Nah, I ain't say that. That defense is going to go crazy. You, I'll give them 10, 10 points. 10. Utah, you're, Utah's I'm, never been a great offensive team, so I'm not, I'm not even mad at you thinking Utah can't put up points against Florida. But is Florida going to put up points against Utah is the question. Absolutely. You a seven-point dog. You, you a seven-point dog. Under, over under 47. Vegas got y'all it was 27-20. Boom. Seven-point dog. You know, what it, you know what it was three or four days ago? It was like 10, 11. Something like what that. What changed? They're playing their third-strength quarterback. It don't matter. And, and they still... <laughs> They still a seven point favorite with the because they're giving them because they're giving them the home because they're giving them the home field advantage. But you only and, get look, I mean, you only get three points at home. Come on, but no, I would. I mean, at the end of the day, they're still the uh, you know they're still Utah. It's still you know an expectation of what they put out there as far as their product, um, as far as them being tough as nails and all that stuff. We yeah, have a defensive lot of question team. marks. Yeah, we have a lot of question marks. So I understand a lot of people no, having questions. No, Sorry, I got. I'm born to my child. Hey, they 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 trying to man. save you from talking crazy. That's what they trying to do? Yeah, I heard the kid. No, no, daddy, no. Please don't talk about them. Yo, <laughs> no, they, but, they uh, got a, they got a kid on no, Utah. Man. Their defensive line named Van Fillinger. Filling the vans. Just so y'all know, Van Fillinger. 
you don't hear about him. They ain't got enough of him. Kenny. Kenny, can we Ike? I, I don't I don't know what to say, man. Like he he's not gonna let up on this, right? He's when they when like when Cam Rising be when he was still questioned, they were like, oh, he might come back and all that stuff. I was like, all right, you know, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fight. You know what I'm saying? Because Cam, he's a good he's a very good quarterback. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He got oh, very good. He, man. Yeah. Then he went down, and then next thing you know. They're letting their backup quarterback get smashed in their yeah, I've seen that. That scrimmage. I said, I have no idea what y'all are doing. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that that is not when you already are down a quarterback, man. Put bubble wrap around the backup, mm. bro. What are we doing out here? Yeah, y'all are nuts letting y'all quarterback get hit, get practice getting punched in the face. That don't make no sense. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. After that happened, I was like, all right. So they're gonna lean on their run. They're gonna lean on the run anyway. But a lot of, I think a lot of people are looking at Florida last year um, and really the second half of that game, you know, Utah got crazy, you know, running the ball. But people got to also understand we had a three defensive tackle, three man defensive tackle rotation. Mm. And one was a freshman. One was Javon Dexter. And the other one was a, a out of shape Desmond Watson. Mm. We got six, six DTs. Rotating, maybe seven. That that defensive middle ain't the same that it was. And I mean, Kuthi, he still is. Uh, you know, he's still gonna get busy as at the tight end, but um, he don't got Ventrell Miller, and Amar, Amari Bernie on him no more. He got Scooby Williams and Shamar James and Taraji Mitchell, and you know what I'm saying. And Moten. it's we have a lot more depth, quality depth around than I think a lot of people really know. And until it's proven, it's going to be, you yeah. know, disrespect on the thing. So I, I expect it, you know, to go in there as an underdog. That's cool. Okay. You know Listen, I'm not, I'm not mad at it, man. Like, you know, the, the third string quarterback situation definitely puts their offense in a much bigger bind than it would have been. But to your point, the question is whether or not Florida can handle the rush offense. If they can stand up against the run, then there's no reason why Florida can't get out of there with a W because I just don't. Ex- I, I'm, I've I've never seen the young man who's their third string throw the ball. I just don't. I'm not believing a third string Pac-12 quarterback is going to be able to shred Florida. Like so you, you got to make me believe I, that. I I did do a little research on him, Mike, while while Kim was talking there. Yeah, he um, has a little bit of experience. Yeah, he's so he's, like he's a, played. He's not like a freshman. Yeah, his name's Bryson. Bryson Barnes was a former walk-on from U- small city in Utah. Played in 13 games the last three seasons. Last year, he threw. He saw. He saw action in 10 contests for Utah, accounting for 430 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions on 66 percent completion. So, uh, yeah, not, that, that guy's not necessarily not lighting it. Yeah, not yeah. not necessarily lighting it up. People keep asking. This is a. A new article uh, just in the past couple of days. People keep asking Kyle Whittingham, Utah's head coach, about Cam Rising. Like he's going to play. Um, he just keeps saying no change, no change on Cam. Like yeah, because he's they, not playing. Yeah, they don't want to hear. They don't want to accept the fact that Cam Rising's not playing. Like their hope for everything positive with Utah is Cam Rising being a NFL caliber, Heisman caliber type quarterback. They don't want to hear that their season is banked on their third string quarterback and cam rising being probably at a point to where he can, if he went out there now, he would hurt himself, but like maybe week three, if you, you know what I'm saying, can let him keep rehab. He might be back a week three. So it's like, do you put him out there for a, technically it's a meaningless game for them. Like they, they can right. lose by 80 points and that does nothing to them. They can still win the pack 12 and get busy. So, um, I mean, I would sit him if I were them, but, you know, hey, if they want to put him out on one leg, then he's going to get eaten up. I don't care. Mm. Yeah, mm. I just, uh, a, a guy with a a busted wheel, you just can't have him back there at quarterback unless he is a surgeon, right? Like, I just, and I don't know that Cam Rising is that guy. Um, so He's good you know, we'll He's good. No, I'm not saying he's trash, right? I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't know how surgical he is. Like, because right. if he's not mobile then he's a statue. So he's going to have to be throwing lasers back there and he's going to have to get it out fast. Yeah, man. And Brittany Cox ain't running, rushing up the field 10 yards this game either. Mm. Giving them open running lanes that he got that second half. So, you know, 
I'm looking I'm looking forward to the game. I think all of Gator Nation is looking forward to this one, like, you know, set the tone type thing. When we win, don't put us number 15 in the nation like they did last year. Like, I was like, don't do that. But, uh, you know, okay. we'll take we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens in game one. Um, other games of interest in well, actually, let's let's stay on the QB conversation. And I want to take a trip to Athens. Yeah, one of these guys should probably transfer if they don't win the starting job, and he's been able to hold on to all three of them. Now, that's not to say that they don't transfer after this season, but he's been able to hold on to all three of his quarterbacks, which I thought coming into the season was no chance. Uh, what's, I thought, the, what's the kid's name that they got? Uh, like the best quarterback in the class? Uh, oh, Dylan Rayola. Rayola, yeah, like yeah. There, there's no reason why two of them should stay with Rayola coming in. Like, I right? Don't. So, I mean, there's, but Vandergriff was a five star. Gunnar Stockton was a five star on some sites. Uh, so, I mean, they can hold their own. And then Georgia also has Ryan Puglisi, kid from uh, Connecticut, Avon Farms, Connecticut, four, high four star, who's committed at quarterback with Rayola, and he said he's not yeah. backing down from the challenge. So, I mean, but it was just, it's just a masterclass, really, if you look at it from. Uh, Kirby Smart and how to keep your quarterbacks around. I thought for sure Brock Vandergriff was going to head up the road to Georgia Tech. Buster Faulkner was the quarterback analyst coach last year, past couple of years for Georgia, and he is now the offensive coordinator up at Georgia Tech. And I was like, look, that's a done deal. Go mm-hmm. up there, you can be the starter. And he didn't do it. He stuck around. I think Beck can probably take Georgia to an undefeated season. That's uh, their schedule is not hard. So could you call? Yeah, I mean the the question is though, once you get to that SEC championship game, you probably got to play LSU. Can you can you play them boys? When you get to the college football playoff, can you play against those guys? And that's the problem here is that I don't know if Carson Beck's going to get tested enough yeah. early to be able to figure that out down the road. That Auburn game will be tough. It'll be a tough environment. In Auburn, always is. Uh, but I don't think that you know. No offense to. The, the Jacksonville game going to be the, Kenny. That's going to be a twenty-point game. Um, <laughs> the the other one I was going to say. Uh, 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 the, other, the other one I was going to say was the Tennessee game is going to be tough. Uh, but besides that, man, it's it's kind of an easy schedule for them, and I think that might end up hurting them. We'll see, though. I think it's Beck's though, right now. Okay. All right. Listen, I'm not. Ma- I, I, I'm not here to to say that Beck will struggle on the road in Jordan Hare. Very big possibility, though. I, I, but I'm also not saying it won't happen. Is all I'm saying. Um, it's possible first is cause it's his first road test and mm-hmm. it's, it's not, it's a it's spooky season in, in, uh, in Jordan hair right now, in my opinion, cause if, if Auburn rolls in there and, and figures out a way to beat Texas A&M in college station, uh, even if they lose to LSU, that stadium is going to be going nuts for that game. So. so I'm looking at this real quick. I, before we get on to some other stuff, I looked at week five. LSU versus at Old Miss. That could be mm. a 330 CBS game. Mm. And then it could potentially be a night game, night game. Yep. at Auburn. That's where it gets Ooh. a little that's yeah, that's a little spooky. It, it little could spooky. it could be crazy. That because that place is gonna be rocking. I don't care what time the game is, but if it's right. a night game too. That's what I'm saying. So if LSU and Old Miss kind of, you know, go undefeated through the first, you know, so so many games, it could definitely be I could see that being a night game. Yeah. We'll see. Jeez. We'll see what happens with that one. But speaking of my Auburn Tigers. Yeah, what about them? Announced the starting quarterback, Peyton Thorne. Why was this, why was this ever a question? This guy transferred from Michigan State down here after being the starter at Michigan State. Why was this ever a question, Ike? I don't know if anybody legitimately thought that Peyton Thorne wasn't going to win the job. But okay. let me tell you that he has not had a great fall camp. Mm. He hasn't. He hasn't blown the guys away, right? So he didn't come no in. Be in. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't come in and make anybody say to themselves, "Oh, all right, yeah, that's why." It was just kind of like, oh, "Okay, I mean, he's cool. He had all the leadership and you know the seniority that he brings in and the the calm nature and all that kind of stuff. Professionalism. Guys like him, but he wasn't blowing the doors off as far as his ability to spin it, and so. You know, you've kind of grown relationships with these other two quarterbacks that are here in this room. And you're like, well, this dude ain't really better than y'all. Like, he's cool and all, but he ain't better than. So it became this kind of inner 
do these other guys have an opportunity to go? But listen, anybody who's got some real understanding of how this works was banking on the fact that Peyton Thorne was going to be the starting quarterback for Auburn, at least to start the season. If he goes out there and he flubs it, then okay, you turn it over to somebody else. But Peyton Thorne was going to be the guy. He threw for more yards in last season. He he would be like a top 10 quarterback all time for Auburn if he threw for that again. Damn. There's wow. a lot of guys looking uh, <laughs> at that Holden kid. What about mm-hmm. him? What about Super him? talented arm. Just hasn't played any real football yet. And so I don't think that Coach Hugh Freeze was ready to say, let me turn over the keys to a young man who hasn't driven yet. When this is a brand new car out here that we're driving and I don't really want to put no dings on this thing out the mm. gate, at least not with a guy who's never driven before. Like, let me at least get a key to somebody who I know is driven a few times around the block. And if he dings it up a little bit, then I right, cool. We, we can let the other guy go take it for a spin, but I'm not giving the brand new car to a brand new driver. Now. So, so freeze usually that first year, you know what I'm saying? Schools get that initial rebuild. Like mm-hmm. he's going like full, they're going yeah, full no. like, yo, we, he wants we to win, this. bro. He's trying to, because here's the thing. He wants to compete by year three, right? So we can't, he wants to put a product out there on the field that lets the recruits that he wants to bring in see what we're trying to work with. And it's not that, I don't think that anybody thinks that Holden doesn't have the arm talent. They're just not certain as to whether or not he is going to have the, the, the poise to be able to start out the gate, right? So mm-hmm. will he get his opportunities? That's still yet to be seen. But I think having a guy who was a two-year starter at Michigan State, and you can think whatever you want to about Big Ten football, it's the second best conference in the country. Yeah. A two-year starter at Michigan State means something. Because it's not as if Michigan State's playing nobodies. They're playing Michigan every year. They're, they're playing real teams. Every, with real Michigan's got Penn one of the best State, defenses Penn in the country. Mm. Yeah, they're playing Penn State. They're not playing nobodies every single. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it, you know, DJ Uya Ungalale up there at Clemson who's playing nobody in the ACC every year and still stinking it up. He's He was a decent, not world-beating, but decent quarterback for a team that's playing against quality competition. I don't, I don't know why it's a shock to anybody, but there are some people who are legitimately shocked by this, and I'm just like, okay. Eh. Bro, I'm looking at uh, rlads.com, the depth chart. Mm-hmm. It has twelve transfers starting for you guys. Is that oh it? yeah! Oh man! I, I twelve might be might be low. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I so I would be. And shocked. I also saw something. I not not to cut you off. I saw that uh, only the running back, uh, Jacquez Hunter, is left from the 2021 recruiting class too. That is correct. The last That's guy. Wild. <laughs> Um, that was not named Jarquez Hunter, literally just left the team two days ago, but he quit football altogether. He was like, you know what? This football thing ain't for me, bro. I'm done. But they've either transferred somewhere else or they've stopped playing football. Jeez. But yeah, they're there. I mean, I'd be shocked if the vast majority of the people, if you go for like the two deep and you're talking about the first 22 guys up offense and defense, I'd be I'd be shocked if half of those weren't transfers. Or yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking, I'm looking. So like uh, DJ James, Keontae mm-hmm. Scott, well, they were on mm-hmm. the team last year, right? Yep. But they're transfers. There were. So transfers I didn't even count. Yet. I didn't count those guys. Marcus Harris also. That's 15 Transfer. starters. Yep. 15 out of 22 guys uh, on our lads right now. On the, yep. Our transfers. No wonder you guys can talk about sports every day long and have a, a freaking <laughs> live podcast every day, man. You're it's to always something to talk about with yeah, Auburn man. football, man. <laughs> I'm like, man, how do they... I'm looking... I see you guys, you know, you'll go live. I'll get a little YouTube notification or whatever. I'm like, how are they going live, man? What is there to talk about? Shit, there's a ton to talk about. Man, Y'all got to learn new names and faces, bro. The drama does not stop, man. We just picked somebody up from the transfer portal last week, man. What are you talking about? What What is he? Man. He can't play. He can't play this year, can he? Yeah, he was, all, he was. He was at Northwestern, and Northwest they got a um a transfer waiver because of the situation that went down with uh, Fitzgerald. Mm. Who, who is it? Who is it? Was he what offensive lineman? Um, his last name is Cinda, I believe. Cinda, he ain't even on here yet, brother. Yes, he ain't even he ain't even made it here onto our lads. Yeah, 
That's a real thing, man. We just got a new transfer offensive lineman in like <laughs> last week. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. This I, I I don't know. I love I love when teams are kind of and this goes to show you, right? We've talked about this before, Ike and Ken, is you can turn a program around a hell of a lot faster than you used to be able to, man. Right. When you yeah. got fifty when you got fifteen kids starting out of your out of your twenty-two that transferred to your program, twelve of them being this year, three of them being last year. And like Ike said, there's more. I see them right here on the two deep. There's I, I could count probably ten more for you. You can turn a program around hella fast these days, yeah. man. So I think that also, I think the bad thing about that though, and I, it goes back to what Kenny was saying about Hugh Freeze wanting to win now. You almost have to win now because yeah. you don't have like the window has shrunk. I don't know yeah. how by how much, maybe half. It, like used to get what four years to turn a school around. Yeah, he he's he's really got three years. I think. Yeah, max you got right three. Now. Yeah, three max. Two really before people start biting their heads off. Yeah, you got to have a killer recruiting class the first year, and he's he's doing all right with that. He's doing okay. Yeah. He's, he's not crushing it, but he'll he'll get his guys a lot better than anybody would have thought. Definitely. Um, see, we, at we the talk right about time too. At we talk right about time. this. I I I said this on our show a couple of times. There's literally three things that a, a a new head coach needs to be able to do to buy himself extra time. One of them is you got to win, right? So yep. if you look at what's happened happened down there in LSU, you know Brian Kelly came in immediately and he won. And so, regardless of what he does in year two, people are going to remember. Oh, year one he came and won, right? Like that's what. Unless it falls apart like it did with Ogeron, where they go like they win three games, winning in year one gets you a little bit more grace. The second thing you got to do is be able to recruit really well. If you can recruit well, you'll buy yourself some additional time. And then the third thing you need to be able to do is just be likable. Be a guy that the the money guys or the fans or whoever just like you enough where they'll give you a little bit of leash. If you yep. can do a combination of those things or all three, you're set. You'll make it through your first contract. Recruit well, get people to like you and win some games. But if you're, and this is why I said, uh, why I think Coach Harson got fired so quickly. He really didn't do any of those three things. No, he definitely didn't do the latter of them. That's for sure. He, he was not personable. People didn't like him. His recruiting classes were underwhelming and he was losing games. So it's Which like, we could have no, told you that, like getting a coach from the Mountain West to come down to, Deep South football is just not the wave. That's not the move, like no. at all. I just saw you guys picked up Jalewis Solomon, though, man. That yep. kid's that kid's nice. He's yeah. real nice. Yeah, South Carolina. Marcus Riddick, a little yes. flip flip. Yeah. South Carolina fans were not happy about the Jalewis Solomon situation. He's good. He's good, man. He's good. He's in uh here in Georgia. He's he's nice. Yep, TJ Lindsay. You know what I'm saying? Just got mm-hmm. him in on board. Hey, you know? That was a that Classes. was a good move right there. Class is looking nice, man, and they haven't even really started to dip into the three-star bag. We're still, you know, doing four and fives right now. We've got a couple of threes, but mostly four and fives, you know. So where, ooh, where are y'all at right now? They're sixteenth. Uh, yeah, I say we're in the top twenty. Yeah, that's uh. That's Yo, it's not me, where man. it's not where a lot of people thought we would be at this point. Absolutely not. No, nah, I mean y'all are ahead of y'all are ahead of North Carolina, Texas, Nebraska. USC, Ole Miss, South Carolina. I mean, you're doing all USC, right. USC, not- USC spent all their money in, a, in the portal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll see. You know, they, they got a couple other guys on the horizon that are potentially coming that way. So we'll see what happens, man. But, uh, but yeah, he's doing all the right things right now. But if he, but to the point that we were making about, he wants to win right now because he needs to be able to justify the bag that's getting spent, right? And it's like, people are like, okay, we'll open the purse up for you, but uh, I need you to bring me a little something back. <laughs> We're not going to keep spending this money for nothing. So uh, we'll see what happens with them. I think people are feeling good right now in Auburn, Alabama, in regards to where the program is headed, but that could all come crashing down if uh, they don't go and handle business uh, early season. So It's going to be an interesting thing how, they, how he does, because offensively, you know, they're going to get busy. Um, yeah. But is he just going to be Lane Kiffin mm. in the SEC West? Is he going to be the Dan Mullen of the SEC East? Right. <laughs> like, all great offensive minds, but like you said, Defense man, that winning. worth nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, we, I mean, listen, the defense is is definitely the concern, in my opinion. I think the offense is going to be fine. Got a stable of running backs in there that are going to be good. The quarterback is is I, I don't I I don't think Peyton Thorne's a world beater, but I think that he's a a serviceable quarterback that will get you into good situations. Um, and he probably isn't going to lose any games for you. I don't know how many he's going to win for you, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, wide receiver core, still some work that's got to be done there. Some injuries happening there. But it's really going to come down to how well that offensive line performs and how well they can stop the run. Uh, because I think that we've got a good defensive backfield and a decent pass rush, at least this year, for the couple of guys playing off of the edge that'll be better than what we've had in the last few seasons. So we talked a little bit about the week one Florida matchup. Um, let's let's talk about other matchups that may be interesting in week one. There's not a lot of interesting ones, but week zero yeah. starts Vandy versus uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. I don't know if anybody's remotely interested in that game. Look, but we got UMass versus New Mexico State on that ESPN primetime, though, at 7 p.m. I know you want to watch that. Uh, I'm going to be watching that game just because we play UMass game one. Oh, yeah, yeah. You probably yeah. are going to watch yeah, that. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'll be watching that game. Bro, I don't know me, about anybody else. Tell me why USC is hosting San Jose State. That's fine. But they have it on the Pac-12 network. The Heisman Trophy winner is not going to be Because the Pac-12 is straight <laughs> cheeks, bro. Pac-12 conference is cheeks and has always it. been cheeks. I get it, but dude, I would much rather see that game on ESPN than New Mexico State versus UMass. They need the money. They got to keep it on the network. So That's they crazy. They got to figure watch. out how to boost their dollar. So it's like, all right, we're going to put this game over here on our network. If you want to watch it, sign up for the network. Oh, yeah. The Pac-12, all of their primetime games probably be on the Pac-12. They're like, you want to leave? That's fine. They're putting them on punishment. You, they're like, you're you're yeah. not getting any additional exposure out of us, buddy. Yeah, we're getting <laughs> it for one more year. All your big games will be on the Pac-12. Pac-12 Network, man. I, I, man, I have never been a fan of the Pac-12 Network. I thought it was trash from the beginning. And they're proving the Pac-12 as a conference is is a joke. Over. And it's a Pac-4, man. Yeah, uh, man. You, got, you got Navy at Notre Dame 230 on NBC. That'll Not probably that'll probably be the the most watched game because it'll be it's the only game during the day on that week zero, and you have Notre Dame who always kind of draws a crowd. Interesting to see where they end up in this conference realignment uh, mess. Do they just go to the ACC? Uh, I think they're waiting and holding Pat though to see what happens to the ACC. Yeah, they're not I'm gonna sure. they're not gonna sign a contract with the ACC knowing that Florida State and Clemson and whoever else North Carolina might be on their way out. Do we go is to it worth it? I mean, they, they need to do something because NBC is like, look, yeah, we, we know we got a contract with you, but a lot, a lot of these conferences, you know, we can, yeah. we can get more money. Uh, so sure. I'm, I'm going over Un- to Under th- Armour just dumped a boatload of money on Notre Dame. Yeah, mm. It's not, not, the, not the smartest thing to do. I don't, I don't listen as an Under Armour school, I don't, I, I will oh, reserve yeah. the rest of my comments, but. Yeah. Yeah, when y'all, when y'all's contract up with that? That's crazy. I think, I think either 24 or 25 that we're, mm. we're at. So it's coming, <laughs> um, it's coming up. August 31st, that's that first Thursday. So after week zero. Primetime. Gators. Yeah, yeah primetime, 8 p.m. You better believe it. Tune in. Yeah, 8 p.m. Florida at Utah. That'll be it. That's going to be a really good game. Uh, and then if you don't want to watch that for whatever reason, I don't know why you wouldn't want to watch that. You do have another option of Nebraska at Minnesota on Fox. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in Nebraska this year. I'm wondering if they're going to have a, a LSU type year. Ooh, I mean, they got, remember that portal? They hit that portal. They, they, they did go crazy, crazy. at the portal. They yeah, they did. They portal. got a couple of Georgia kids. Yeah, man. Here's one in Colorado. You. Kenny, this is going to – I knew – man, we can't go a show without talking about Dion. <laughs> Damn. 
we were so close too, bro. We had 20 minutes left. You had to. <laughs> um, here's one for you though, Kenny. So after you lose to Utah and it's you know, <laughs> like, oh, hey, look, man, hey, listen, listen, hate. listen to what I got to say. Go ahead, man. After, Go ahead. Look, so that game is an eight o'clock game. So probably done, I don't know, about 11, 1130, right? Head on over to ESPN2 and watch Arizona State. They kick off at 10 p.m. and watch Rashada because they said he's going to be a starting quarterback and see what you missed out on after you're watching Graham Mertz. I know it'll be painful. I know. But. Nah, man. He's uh, he said to start that that game at, at 10 p.m. That's that seven mil we saved on him got us a whole lot seven, more. Stop capping. That is ridiculous. I got, I got the, I got, I got the cap hat, dude. That's what the paperwork said. The paperwork said seven. that they was going, you know, send them. They seven. agreed. To, I think they agreed to seven. Yeah, yeah they almost got finessed for thirteen. Yeah, but they, I think they agreed to seven. That's was it stupid? Hell yeah, Billy yeah. had nothing to do with that. I, I don't even. He shouldn't have got, nothing to do with like, bro. I don't want to talk about this. Don't got, even send me no paperwork. Rid- Close to my desk, family. They got Just rid of tell me when he signs. They got rid of that collective. Expedition. Oh, speaking of collectives, though, did you guys see that the uh, Texas A&M collective got disbanded? No. Yeah. That makes sense, though. Yeah, they were, it does. So they were trying to do this whole uh, 501c3 status nonprofit thing, and mm. they, they, they basically was like, nah, bro, we're not letting you do this. Um and so they had to disband their collective. I think, I mean, they can start another one back up. They just have to restructure and, and do it correctly. But they they ran out of money. They spent all that money on his first recruiting class and half them boys ain't there. They said, screw this. We ain't putting more, no more money into this. <laughs> Texas they and them, man, they are, I just, I don't understand the level of desperation that Texas A&M has. Like, I get it. It's the state of Texas and football is big there. And you, your big brother in the state is Texas and you got to do, you know, and this is speaking as somebody who's in the state with Alabama, right? Like, I understand what it's like to be in the state with a big dog, right? But Texas has been trash for a minute, right? Like, and so you could have legitimately taken over the state without trying to spend your way there. And hmm. you overpaid Jimbo, and then you overpaid for a recruiting class. Like, what is their fascination with overpaying for stuff, man? They love it. Think money solves. They think money solves everything. Like rich people usually do. <laughs> they think money solves it, and it looked great on paper. But when you buy it, when I always say, you get a kid for the bag, it's never going to work. But if you get a kid that wants to play there and they get the bag, that's different. Right. When they're coming there strictly for a bag, it'll never work, man. Yeah. Rounding off Friday, September 1st, uh, before we even get to week one, Hawaii will have already played two games, guys. Hawaii will be 0-2 uh, <laughs> before the season even starts. Before the season even starts, their hopes and dreams will be washed away. Uh, that's crazy. I feel for those boys. That's, that's bad. <laughs> I mean, you would be 0-2. Before before Saturday hits, Hawaii, um, Hawaii got to have like the worst travel schedules too. Like, I mean, they bro. they were already doing um the freaking Big Ten travel schedules before the Big Ten. Like, like oh, that travel's got to be insane for them, bro. Hawaii at Vandy on a Saturday, and then you got to turn back around and fly back and play Stanford. It's at your place, so you got to fly back to Hawaii. That's uh, that's, that's a lot awful, of time on a plane. That's yeah, awful. Man. And like I said, that's two losses before you before you even start the season. The big game, guys, on uh, Friday, September first, is actually Louisville at Georgia Tech on ESPN seven thirty kick. That's going to be inside the bins here in Atlanta. So we'll see what Georgia Tech has. That's a interesting program, I guess. If, yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I'm not. I say Louisville's got a new new coach. Um, who's their coach? Am I tripping? Uh, who is it? That, is it Satterfield still? No, Jeff Brom. Yeah, what? I must say, yeah, Brom is the coach there now. Jeff Brom left Purdue yeah. to go to Louisville. Yeah, Louisville's all right, man. I think they they are respectable. I guarantee you, I will put money on it. I have not seen Louisville's roster. I will put money on it. Their quarterback is from South Florida. Let's look. Let's look. Their quarterback has to be from South Florida. Those guys recruit South Florida. Just to, I don't know what it is. Let's see. 2023 quarterback, uh, Jack Plummer. Damn it. He's from Arizona. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't need, I don't think this one's going to be right, but I was going to let you cook. Right. Ah, and the backup Chance. is from 
Colorado. Come on, what? That's crazy. Okay, never mind, guys. Jeff Brom changing the culture already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's gotten yeah, it's gotten a little light in the quarterback room. Um, unfortunately, because they used to they used to ball out. Malik Cunningham. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson. I mean, damn, that's tough. But that's, yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not going to I'm not super interested in that. You're game. not going to watch that game. I can't, say, I can't say that I will. I what mean, are you going to do? Where else are you going to do on the first Friday before football season? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I, I will probably already be in Auburn that night in preparation for the game yeah. the next day. So you're going to be in your hotel chilling. You're not, not going to watch football? I, I, who's going to a hotel in Auburn? What are you talking about? I got people in Auburn. I'm going to be crashing at somebody's house. Okay, so when you crash at somebody's house, you're not going to be watching football? You're going to be watching St. Francis versus matter day on <laughs> I probably <laughs> would rather watch that we just got TJ Lindsay I'd rather watch that game actually <laughs> uh then Saturday is the you know kickoff I'm looking here I do not see guys and I might be mistaken I don't see it though a top 25 matchup uh on that Saturday that oh, no, Sunday it's, it's a lot of cream puffs uh, that Sunday that though might be the best game of the year the best game of the year. What game? What? Uh, hold on. What game is this? LSU, LSU and Florida State. We're gonna you think that's going to be the real. game of the year? That might be the best game of the year. Wow. I mean, it yeah, might be it the might best be. game of the year. I mean, it's a good early season matchup. I'm not it's even going to pretend season like matchup. it's not. But best game that's, of the year. I don't know, that's man. It. That's two teams with playoff implications. For sure. Like, I think it's too early in the season for it to be the game of the year, though. Like, if it was, like, week four, maybe, because they'd have worked out the kinks nah, already and no, all that. No, that's the whole point. It's, it's going to be – and I was about to say kinky. It's not going to be kinky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not. That's not why I want to – There will uh, be kinks still. There will be kinks, yeah. That's, that's the whole point. There's going to be some, like, interception pick sixes, like, you know, backup quarterback having to run on the field type deal. Kenny, when was that? Was that when we were working together, that crazy Florida State game? It was week one. Uh, was it DeAndre Francois that was starting? For, what? Help me out, guys. It had to be Francois. Yeah, it was Francois. It was a crazy game. FSU week one is game of the year. It just is. It's That's how they get down, down there in uh, Florida. They're playing in Orlando, too. So that's yeah. the game I'm looking forward to the most because the rest of these guys, I'm going to be honest. I mean, Alabama's hosting Middle Tennessee. Hey. Uh, you do have North Carolina, South Carolina, I guess. I guess. That's gonna be, that might be good. I'm, I'm waiting for North Carolina. Uh, yeah. to take North a Carolina, game. South Carolina might be an interesting that's one. A, that's an okay game. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, Boise I'm, I'm State a big Washington? fan of, of the yeah, South they Carolina got, uh, North story. Oh, yeah. North Carolina's got Drake May. Drake May. Yeah, Drake. Yeah. Drake May. I, I, and you know, I, I, I like Rattler. Yeah, spent this. I, I'm not really on the Spencer Rattler, <sighs> Rattler redemption art, but I think he'll be all right this season. I'm looking, guys. I'm really trying to find you another game. Maybe the maybe. Oh no, the noon kick would be. It's going to be on ABC. Virginia at Tennessee. Virginia's going to be absolutely terrible this year. Yeah, I'm not interested in that at all either. There's not a there's not a twelve o'clock game, guys. Damn. I guess just watch your teams. Just watch your, say, watch your I, own teams. I'm about to say, I'll, I'll, yeah, by, yeah. By, by noon, I'll be engulfed in Auburn stuff. So I or, or if your team's not playing, you know, tune in Netflix and watch that Gator 30 for 30, baby. You really, you're, you're excited for that, Kenny? Oh, I already know the stories. So I, I ain't tripping. I'm just you excited read, to see You it. do. Hold you raised the whole so, world to know the story? I, I haven't watched yeah. it yet. And this they're, wasn't no, even. Not, they're not going to show the very the real bad stuff. The, oh, the you stuff don't urban, think? The, you don't think? Oh, no. They're going to show They're gonna show stuff. You're going to be like, oh, man, this person got trouble here. They ain't going to show Urban what he was doing to them kids. Shout out to them them stories, the weight room and, and holiday lifts and all that stuff, boy. Urban was you know, a menace. Yeah. Some yeah, of that stuff ain't going to make it. What's done in the dark will come to light. I'm telling you, you you're excited for that Netflix series now. Yeah, let's wait, I'm let's wait till that Saturday. Let's wait so, till that. that this that next this time was not on the agenda, but speaking of Netflix series, I have not watched it yet. But have you guys watched the Manziel situation? No, nah, oh, I've seen. I've man, seen yeah, <laughs> that is the craziest. The, that's so, one of the craziest shows. I haven't watched it. But what they're saying is they made up the whole oil money situation. Yeah, like that yeah. wasn't even real. Yeah. 
Like it was Johnny Manziel did making, not, right? yeah, that Johnny Manziel didn't was, even come from no bread. Like they was just like funneling the money to his granddad and stuff like that. Yes, shout out to his his homeboy who yeah. wound up who was his manager, and he was like, "Hey, at the end of the day, if anything goes wrong, I'll take the blame." Like he was like, and he talked about how they uh were like work to not get caught. He was like, this is what's going to happen. Somebody's going to take pictures or something that's going to happen. Somebody's going to see you doing something. We already working up. They already had excuses for all the stuff that you potentially could see. I was like, yo, they got caught. Then he went right back to doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, it was crazy. And he said, they were living wild out there. I haven't watched it yet. I've heard it was good though, but I'll I'll try to check it out. Win or lose, we booze, baby. So my my question is this, and again, this is not on the agenda, but I still got why. Explain to me, in your opinion, why Reggie Bush doesn't have a Heisman, but Johnny Manziel still does. Because Johnny Manziel got in trouble after the Heisman, and Reggie Bush stuff happened the year he played, the year he won the Heisman. Mm. Uh, what I see. So like this, so because Johnny won it early on in his college football career. Yeah, and then the next year is when all the signings and stuff and went crazy and he went nuts. That's where everything fell apart after he won the Heisman. Reggie Bush got the stuff during his Heisman year, so that's why. That's pretty much why. I mean, I still think it's trash, but because because what they were what what they've been saying forever is that it he's not a good representative of the Heisman brand or whatever, but Johnny Manziel is. Mm. During, during this, during the season, if, it, if Reggie Bush would have did it the year after the year before, then technically he would, I think he would be, have more of an argument, but the fact that it happened during the Heisman season is. I think they need the, to give that's, that's what Reggie I've heard Heisman back, bro. That's what, and that's what Manziel said too. He said it, that's the major difference between their two situations. I think they need to give him his Heisman back, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, they, can, they, they can't take, they're not going to take Johnny's away now, though, right? Nah. I, would, I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah, they can't. But I mean, look what they gave Jordan Addison to transfer. Mm. <laughs> they gave him every, times 15 for what uh, Reggie got. Yeah, different day and time. You know what I'm saying? NIL makes a lot of that stuff, which is, I think that's Reggie's issue right now. He's like, man, y'all are literally. Kids are able to do exactly what you punished me for, man. Give me my Heisman back, bro. Right. Hey, right. Quick question: Who do you think? And this is off top. If NIL has would have been allowed for all time, who do you think would have made the most money? Say that, and they were trying to get the NIL. Like it wasn't like, a, oh, we don't want it, but popularity wise, who do you think would have got the, the most? Is money? it? Is it? Is it come? Oh, there's two types here. Is it incoming freshman or transfer? It don't matter. They just no because because it, it would because I feel like transfer, yeah, that transfer more money. Way, yeah, that transfer yeah. rate way different than the incoming. Yeah, would have been. I mean, but not like, rewriting like them would have if they would have transferred. Like, no, nah, they're they're at the schools that they were at. Okay, because that makes it kind of less fun for me. Because I was gonna say like, if we get transfer somebody, how much would you have paid no. for said transfer? Okay, oh, so yeah, they got to be transfer market would have been nuts for a couple of people for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, how far are we going back? We got to set parameters on this kid. It's, you ask questions like, no, no it's you how you want. Like, this, you, like you I say, like my, my argument is it would have been Tim Tebow for, uh, for many reasons. One, he is out of high everything. school. Kenny, I high think school. I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about like their, their career, like their, their, their career of NIL. Everybody, first of all, Tebow made the whole world take a knee, right? Tebow is, Everything America loves. That boy is a. So you're just talking cut. about how much his image would have yeah, gone, that's, not yeah, necessarily that's what, what oh, the school collective would have given him. You're no, talking not about not collective, just money okay. he would have yeah, yeah, yeah. garnered. Yeah, no, I, I, I could put potential. Like he, he was the 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 golden boy. Everybody, yeah, he's loved up there. Tebow. He's up there. Yeah, yeah. I, I could get behind that. I think I think Cam Newton would have went nuts. In I think, bro. yeah. I think Cam would have. We already know how much he got to come to Auburn. So yeah, and that um, was back then when they wasn't even supposed to be doing that, right? Oh. So you know, if because I want to take this question and kind of change it a little bit, Kenny, because I agree with you. What about let's take it a step further? Because I can agree with you, Tim Tebow probably um, would would garnish the most nil recently. Okay. What about a guy? 
what about a guy who, all right, this guy is on the transfer market. Boom. Last 10, 15 years. So it's recent. This guy's on the transfer market. He's collecting five mil. Who is that guy? Are we talking about likely transfers? Like somebody who you didn't nah, expect like, to like, sit the bench and they like, like a nah. situation where like uh, Jalen Hurts was like the starter nah. and Tua was like, I'm not sitting behind this dude. I'm out of here. It's like it's like how Jordan Addison did, where he was the Blitnikoff winner and just and just dipped. Definitely, so he, you can, you definite can just program dip. changers, and you about yeah. to bounce, and you can dip. Ten, fifteen years. Caleb Williams uh, got to be up there. If if some if Caleb Williams this year with the lack wait, of quarterback play, what, I think he's up there. I think he's up there. I know we're gonna forget somebody, somebody oh, but you know, you know, you know, honestly, Mike Vick already was on. Yeah, they, I think Lamar is outside of the um yeah, Lamar would be a good one. I don't know. He doesn't fit a ton of offenses. He doesn't but like, but you gotta think about it. He was at Louisville, right? Like, and he some big team in, in, in a major program or at a major conference would have paid the bread to get Lamar. Urban would have Urban would have blank check to get Lamar. Could you imagine? Oh yeah. I mean, certain <laughs> teams, yeah, yeah. He would have had he would have had a market. Um I'm just trying to think who else, guys. I mean, Caleb Williams to me is like the no-brainer. If he was on the open market this year, it's probably five mil for him to come play for your football team. I mean, if not more. Johnny Manziel, honestly, he's not within the time frame that we're talking about. But yeah, like, he is. He's last 10, 15 years. Yeah. Is he? Because I think he would have been, because he won the Heisman so early in his career, that next year, people would have paid yeah. all kind of money to get. Now, Texas A&M probably would have matched whatever it was because they apparently like throwing bread around like that, but Somebody to Texas would have tried to. It had been a bidding war between A and M and Texas for for Manziel services after that year. For sure. I oh, really for sure. Kyler Murray's another one that would like the, Ooh, the Texas would have been. Been. Ooh, Yes. Yeah. yeah, Kyler would have been I'm trying to think like recent first pick, first overall picks, guys. And my mind is gone blank after asking this question, which Tim, sucks. Timbado, Timbado. I think folks would have played a lot of money to get Kayvon Timbado from Oregon. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be top 10, though. I think all top 10 are going to be quarterbacks. They're going to be program-changing quarterbacks. Now, Thibodeau could Say, definitely Saquon. be like... Maybe Saquon? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, because he, he lit it up for like his whole career. you got to think yeah. about that because it's got to be right, guys yeah. that, that like started freshman, sophomore, so you can get some run out of them in their junior year. That's why I'm saying Caleb Williams. I think, I think Caleb's yeah. probably up there number one. But oh yeah, Caleb Williams probably yeah. pretty high. I mean, let's see here. Saquon's um, a good pick though, Ken. Thanks. Somebody's gonna light us in the comments and be like, "You yeah. guys forgot X, Y, and Z." Of course, because um, it's me. Uh, Trevor Jim Lawrence Phillip probably is a good one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Trevor Lawrence, Just, Justin, Justin Fields, Justin Fields, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Fields. Just oh yeah, yeah. Justin Trevor and Fields. Justin, Trevor Joe and Justin. freaking Burrow. No, I don't know. I don't know because we didn't think. Nah, because you know what his yeah, because his big he year went was off his last year. Him. Yeah, we yeah, his last year when he first got over there. Yeah, shout out to Joe Brady. Yeah, he shout out to Joe Brady. It wouldn't be Burrow because, like you said, he he didn't go off until his last year. If Trevor Lawrence said, "Hey, I'm entering the portal, sophomore, junior year," his that's, sophomore year, yeah, yeah, that's some bread. That's some bread. Yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. I think Lamar yeah. Jackson's a good one. Um. I'm Justin looking Fields at just also who've been, who've been drafted. would have been. And I think he would have been open to it because he was supposed to go to Florida. Then he was what? supposed to go to Penn State. Then what he about Deshaun Watson? Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. Justin Fields' situation. Yeah. Justin Fields is still, still would have gotten bigger, but Deshaun Watson would have been a big one. I think uh, Trevor, uh, Trevor's probably number one now for me, would be my guess. Yeah, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, man. I can't Trevor think Lawrence of a quarterback that had more. Sunshine? Oh, wait. wait a, what about post-national championship Jameis Winston? I mean, he had, what, one more year after that? Yeah, he played one more year after they won the Natty at Florida State. Mm, let me look up his stats real quick. I don't know, man. I think they, some people probably he won the He won the Heisman, too. I mean, let he was me, in yeah, the— Yeah, let me, let me look at these. Let me look at these. Might be recency bias here. Let me see. Um— Damn, he snapped. He snapped. 4,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. That's but see, that was him as a freshman. 
What? Right, but if he would have hit the portal after That's that, what I'm saying. A- after he won, yeah, the he was a redshirt. Yeah, he's a redshirt freshman. The after year he after he won the Natty. Year after he went for four thousand twenty-five yeah. touchdowns, eighteen interceptions. But that year, after, year after they won the Natty, bro, yeah. he'd have been he'd have been the biggest guy on the market for sure. Yeah. I mean, I still say Trevor Lawrence is. It's because Trevor Lawrence, I think, was hyped a little bit more coming out of high school, right? And so, Absolutely like, right. he was already a big, like, get for Clemson. Not to say Jameis Winston wasn't a big get, but, like, yeah, I don't know, man. Tre- Trevor might be the one. The hype of Trevor Lawrence might out, be the one. They were like, he's NFL ready. Yeah, but I, te- I tell you what, Cam Newton? Yeah, Cam Newton. Um, when was he, though? When was he? Is he last 10, 15 years? I mean, it's 2010 when he, uh, he was at Auburn. So, yeah, so... so Cam would have gone, would have gone nuts though on the open market. I think would have gone. Crazy. Yeah, but it was, I mean, he had that one year. What about Todd and, Gurley? What about Todd Gurley? No, he showed mm-hmm. out since he was a freshman. Or Nick Chubb. I mean, you could go with either one. I don't think any of them would have surpassed a yeah uh, a, a franchise changing or a, a quarterback. I don't know that you. I don't yeah. know that there's anybody that's going to eclipse a, a QB that you say right. you put him on this team and we're possibly national championship contenders like i don't know that there's a running back that you put on a team and you're saying well if this guy had a really great running back like nah yo you know he had to might have to put up derrick henry man like Ooh, he don't henry get a was lot a different kind, yeah he was derrick a different henry kind of don't piece. get a lot of stuff but man you yeah, look he at some numbers he's way different i think i think ike was right with kyler kyler would have been a big get yeah uh he was then, a, he was a big name coming out of high school. Texas A and M flubbed that some kind of way. Um, let him get away to go to Oklahoma. I'm looking to, with Tua. With mm, I don't know. I mean, like Tua. I mean, yeah, but you know what? Tua had the the season that he when he that that game where they beat Georgia, where he came in the second half and rescued him. That next season, he probably would have garnered a lot on the open market. Yeah, because. People would have just been like, "Oh, he's the heir apparent," you know. Like, I just don't. I don't. I don't know if it's bigger than the Trevor Lawrence or, um, right. or Cam Newton or or Cam, yeah, or um, who's the other one we just said? Um, Kyler, Kyler, or even uh, Jameis Winston, right? Like, I yeah. think those, we're probably top five. I would probably put Tyler, Jameis, Kyler. Tyler. Are you? I mean, not Tyler. Not Tyler. I'm I'm putting Trevor. Trevor, 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 Jameis, Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah. Cam Newton, Kyler Murray. And then, I I don't know. Deshaun Watson and... Deshaun was uh, nice. Deshaun was nice. He had wheels back then, too. Yeah, man. I think... Probably Deshaun. Probably Deshaun. Because he started early, too, when he was there. Yeah, he started, Um, like, he started was a sophomore. Yeah, no, he started like halfway through his freshman year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I so, was in the yeah. stands. Uh, dude, I was in the stands for his uh, freshman game, first game against Georgia, and they started another kid, and then they put Deshaun in for one drive. He drove him down the field like 75 yards for a touchdown. Then Dabo's crazy ass didn't put him back in the game. They could have won that game in Georgia had they started, had they done that. Um, he learned that lesson with Trevor. <laughs> yeah. He was like, sorry, Bryant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> don't want to tell you this kid here. <laughs> Trevor, I can. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. That's a good question, though. I think I think those would probably be the top five guys out there. And somebody, and again, somebody is going to be in the comment section being like, "I can't believe you guys forgot about." Right. There's no way. Uh, all right, whatever. Anyway, y'all got got anything else, man? I think we the only thing we didn't talk about yet is conference realignment, and uh, we can do that next show. Yeah, that's, well, we, that's still going to be a absolute cluster for a while, so we'll have hey, time man. to get in and make fun of uh, the pack. Whatever we're going to give a shout out to our we uh, the preseason um, true freshman All American uh, team preseason came out. How many, how many, Naj- how many Gators are on this team? Because that's the only reason you uh, want to shout this out. Come on. No, I got we got one. We got Najee, uh, Najee Harris. Um, you guys have Keldrick Falk. Keldrick Falk. And yeah. Georgia has Aguero. Janelle Aguero, yeah. Yeah, man. So shout this out to Najee, everybody. Y'all got, a, y'all got a kid named Najee Harris? Yeah. What yeah. position do you play? Yeah, He's I hope running lineman. Okay. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah, he, uh, him and Roger Kearney, man. Two fret. Hey, boy, them boys. 
<clears throat> I mean, he's he, he's going to be a part of you said top five, right? Let me just make sure I got the top five offensive line. <laughs> no, no, he's not. Uh, he's not going to start or nothing. But oh, okay. okay. I don't. I don't think. I mean, I I don't know because. You know, I mean, listen, top five, injury. though, right? I'm just, I just want to make sure I got oh, it right. Oh, no, oh, the rushing, oh, the offensive line. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah for top sure. five offensive for line sure. We're gonna have, we're gonna have two, two, two thousand yard rushers, um, for sure. Two One thousand yard rushers yes. in Florida this season. Last year, we, uh, Montreal went for eight ninety five, and okay. ECN went for seven, like seven eighty. And so a long ways them, away, and they both, but they both, they both two hundred plus more yards. But they both had to share. Um, Naquan Wright was the starting running back the first two or three games, and he mm-hmm. had AR. So yeah, man, two thousand yards—that's gonna be easy. Okay, man, I just—I you, you, think you're discounting the effect that a nope, guy like AR has on your ability to run the ball. I'm not. Okay, because right. he didn't get the he wasn't he wasn't slinging that thing. So we got somebody that's gonna sling that thing. Oh, Paul. <laughs> we are going to end the conversation right there, Kenny. Because we could be here. He said, he said I long call Honey Graham, too. <laughs> Money Graham is what he's calling it. I like that. I love it. Hashtag oh, Money Graham Heismert. Oh. Yes, sir. <laughs> Shout out to Paul. Shout out to Podcast P. I'm, I'm tweeting no, right I didn't, now. No, I didn't do that. Yeah, I did that. That. Was, that was me. That's it. Oh, oh, Ike. Shout out to Ike with the inspiration. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, I should have I just stayed at Honey. Anyway, man, uh, <laughs> why you hyped up, man? Kitty B, tell the people where they can find you, man. Uh, Twitter, um, T2T underscore KB2. Uh, look out for Toe to Toe Sports um, on YouTube. We coming live, starting to do something a little different, new umbrella. So yeah, man, Toe to Toe Sports okay. on YouTube. Check us out. Yeah. Paul, where, they, where can they find you? I was going to say, bro, I was going to say, man, just screw me, huh? All right, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, man, you can find me on Twitter, man, at P. Meharry, and also on uh, UGA Sports on the YouTube. Make sure when you hashtag that thing, uh, Kenny, make sure you hashtag slang that thing underneath it. Ike, <laughs> where can they find you? <laughs> TWR Ike Jones on Twitter, man. I am with The War Report. You can find us everywhere, especially on YouTube. And we're going to keep cranking out this great content for you Auburn fans out there. That's it, man. We are out of here. Another great episode. Back in the saddle with the Amen Corner. Until next time. Peace. Peace.